Hey loves, welcome back to him, and we're bringing you the second part of the him commandments. What's going on with y'all? You know, I want I want to get uh I want to get an idea of what's going on in y'all heads before we jump back into the commandments. What's going on with you, Trey? Lord, I'm ready for this um, vacation to be over. I'm ready to go home. Um, I'm gonna be sleep for. I'm gonna be in hibernation for <laughs> a good the rest of winter. Um, even though I love the winter, I just want to sleep. I really feel like I haven't gotten enough with all the schoolwork I have going on, so I'm honestly over it all. You're giving a very over it face. <laughs> right, that was depressing. Um, speaking of break, though, you know, we, we had to take a, a short one mm-hmm. from y'all, you know, because we ate way too much food over the Thanksgiving holiday. How was y'all Thanksgiving? How was y'all Thanksgiving, Malik? Um, I had a pretty boring Thanksgiving because I wasn't able to make it to Virginia, but um uh, i still celebrated with friends and whatnot and i had a pretty decent time i've just been pretty much trying to catch up on school work because like trey said um school is it's the devil right now but uh yeah that's been it how was your thanksgiving stevie um my thanksgiving was pretty lit um i am the go-to dj at all of my family events so i really was like turned up had everyone going playing the old school the new school and plus eating and drinking and you know having a good time it was pretty lit you know i saw it um i saw it tweeted once that if you give me the aux it's gonna be a beyonce concert <laughs> and yeah. uh that is 100 percent. how's it going for me um <clears throat> i've been up to much and uh, my thanksgiving was fantastic it was a Friendsgiving, um, and I spent it in uh, Virginia with my friends Michael and Stacy, and I love them dearly, uh, and it was fantastic to see them. But hold on, I want to interrupt you because I saw a video of you. I got to bring it up. No, I have to bring it up. There's oh a video floating around of Sir Bandy Legs. <laughs> okay, so I was drunk off wine and. I was talking about the ballroom scene yes. for a little bit, yeah. and so I happened to mention that you know I catwalk a little <laughs> bit better than the other five it I'm, was a I'm, light light it I'm was terrib- a very I'm light terrible light. At, at at voguing but <laughs> the one element that demi you know deigned to teach me was catwalking now i'm still trash at it but they convinced <laughs> me to do it and you know michael and stacy filmed literally everything and so i ended up on somebody's instagram it, it was cunty it was it was very cunty <laughs> y'all will never see that again i hope y'all saw it after before it expired, it. but it will never. I was again. weak. Absolutely not. Um, no, but I want to jump right back into these commandments. You know, uh, hopefully you guys drew something from the last five, and hopefully you might, you know, start using them in your lives. So, and hopefully these uh, next ones will get you too. So, we're gonna start right off. The sixth one is thou shall pray and pay. Now I know Malik has something on his heart. <laughs> Yeah. With regards to this one. So what you got on your head? Well, you know, it's it's the instructions are in the commandment, bitch. <laughs> it's very much of thou shall pray and thou shall pay. And, um, you know, prayer is very powerful to some. Um, I know some people meditate and whatnot. But um, specifically for me, prayer has always been very powerful. And it's something that I do that settles my nerves. And it helps me. It helps me center myself, you know. Um, and sometimes when I'm up against a big, big challenge or I want something or I'm working towards something, I get so unfocused in, in the, in the struggle, 
if that makes any sense. And so um, I, I pray to recenter myself, but um, I pay it because, you know, if it's meant for me, it's meant for me, you know, and if, if I'm supposed to, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm working hard towards my goals. And I feel like if I pray, I need to pay it and know that God is <laughs> that God got me. So that's pretty much what pay and, uh, pray and pay means. Yeah, I mean, for me, specifically, I just recently um, got a call for an interview, which I am totally super excited for. Woo, 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 woo. And I can't really say that much on it. Right, it's but, real high profile, bitch. Yeah, but I really, really want this opportunity. I see, I didn't even know that this was going to happen, and it just came out of the blue. So now, I really just, I prayed about it. Um, and I'm letting it go because I don't know when I'm going to hear back. I don't know if I'm going to hear back, but I know that at this moment it was sent to me and I'm just going to let it go because I can't stress. Um, I just want to say we're going to speak that into existence. So when you do get that call back, bitch, yeah. I'm going to be happy for you. But no, I'm, I, I want to actually, I'm glad you brought it up because I'm so proud of you. And, um, one thing about being, um, around Trey and a part of Trey's life, you see how, um, how hard he works and the dedication and just the sweat and the tears and everything that goes into everything that he does. So um, me being his friend is me like letting him know how great he is at all times so that he's able to not put so much stress on himself, you know, cause I always do that too. And that's something that we're here to be um, that filter uh, as far as what we're going through. And I know, like, when I talk to Aaron, I'm like, girl, you got it. And when I'm talking to Stevie, I'm like, bitch, you got it. Like, bitch, you fuck it up on a daily. So don't give that. You know, you know you're going to get your goal. So I'm sorry. You can have that. <laughs> Damn, that was my good ass moment. You're going to yeah, steal sorry, my moment. But no, but I'm... guess what? I accept it because you were talking about me in a positive <laughs> light. Okay? Um, but no, seriously, I'm just so excited. Um, and you know, I've been on a journey and this is my year of yes. And let Come me on. just say, I prayed and I paid it and my year of yes went, um, very well. So next year, like I'm excited anyway, Aaron, Stevie, y'all, y'all praying and paying it or y'all worrying. <laughs> Um, I have my own, uh, personal relationship with God. Um, I do pray a lot in my own time. Uh, I use it as like the, you know, the thing that keeps me going, uh, speaking to him. I don't necessarily go to church and I know some people say that, oh, if you're going to pray to God, you should be going to church. I don't go to church. I pray for, you know, pray with God in my own way and just doing different fucking motions and just getting into with God myself. I don't want anyone telling me how to pray or how to love god like i have my own separate you know personal relationship with god he's like my bff i am i'm definitely more on the pay side <laughs> uh I, i'm not much of a prayer my spirituality will be a subject discussed uh right. at a later date but, another episode right you know that's a that's a full deal but i uh you know you have to go back to the original meaning of pay to really understand this commandment um to me pay is a shortening of pay it no mind uh and that not only means ignore it but it means don't let it mess up like what's going on in your life don't let it mess up your day or you know your goals or your dreams you know what you're striving for don't let it mess that up so 
for me, pray and pay is like, you know, offer up a prayer if that's what you do. Or, you know, just say to yourself, OK, you, you got this and, you know, encourage yourself and then go about your day. Keep doing what you're doing, because at the end, you're going to keep doing what you're doing anyway. And um, there's it's it's never a choice to give up, because like my mom used to say, give up and do what? Mm-hmm. Give up and do what? You can't do anything else. So you have to keep doing what you're doing. You got to keep waking up and getting it. So that's what the commandment means to me. Push through, sis. And I know I'm a little chatty today, but something that you just said is like, you know, if I give up, I'm not going to have shit. And I always like people before I moved to New York, people were like telling me that it was a bad idea. And then I moved here and, you know, went through my challenges and and, and go through my challenges currently. And I'm, I'm in a challenge. And if I were to give up, bitch, I would go back to Virginia and I wouldn't I still wouldn't have shit. <laughs> so it's literally like you have to make this work because this is the only option and I feel like that's presented throughout life you know all the time and it, it could be you know you moving it could be at school it could be a job it's always a challenge that you have to overcome so bitch overcome this challenge because bitch you got 10,000 more <laughs> see yeah I agree yeah but um you know I always have a but <laughs> I just think that us saying don't give up is so cliche and for Aaron to say it and his all live matter approach to this is so weird but um anyway I'm just saying sometimes I feel like you have to know when to give up though you have to know when maybe this isn't exactly what I'm supposed to do and maybe I need to find a new formula Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it's better to not give up per se, but put that down, throw it in the trash or whatever it is, and start over. Mm. Because that's a that's also a sign that you're not on the right path, and you keep saying, "Oh, I'm never going to give up." Is you ain't doing shit, yeah. but digging deeper into that hole. And at that point, ain't nothing like yeah. a fresh start either. See, yeah. but I think that's where the importance of praying comes in. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, again, and that's just you talking to yourself, you creating goals, you sticking to those goals and checking in with yourself. That's something that we constantly talk about here and just having that mental check in to say, OK, this is accomplished or, you know, I can accomplish this. And, oh, baby, I may need to edit these goals because this is not this is not it. So. Okay, and so now here's our next one. And I got to, let's get a drum roll, please, for our self-care guru. So our next commandment is thou shall moisturize. Now, our self-care guru, I'm going to hand it over to Aaron, (laughs) our self-care guru, the him self-care guru, um, to explain what this commandment truly means. Fuck it up, bro. All right, so let me start off by saying that I'm not a self-care guru. Lies. Um, my life is in shambles most of the time, mm-hmm. and uh, the only thing I'm pretty good at is drinking water, so please do not label me as such. Oh. That being said, I did contribute Thou Shall Moisturize to the pool for commandments when we were coming up with them, right. because it is very, very important to me. Uh, and I think moisturization applies not only to your skin, but to your life. Uh, let me explain. I <laughs> I feel that you know, putting a little coconut oil on your life is endlessly beneficial. You know what I'm saying? There, Coconut oil has just like countless benefits. Mm-hmm. And 
I think that when your mindset changes and when you allow yourself to think beyond just what you're seeing that is negative and you, you it's like you add a little lotion to it. Mm, you know what I'm mm. saying? And so it looks better. It feels better. Shines a People are bit. complimenting you on your life because it's like, you know, and it's not necessarily all about appearances, mm. but, you know, like just like coconut oil and argan oil and almond oil, they get into your skin. You know what I'm saying? It's like an inside-out thing. If you're focusing on what's good in your life and building on what's good, then that'll show on the outside. So put a little coconut oil on your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Moisturize <laughs> everything. But also moisturize your skin. No yeah. shade. You know what I'm saying? Drink water. You know what I'm saying? Put something on your scalp. I hate seeing dry hair in the winter. Mm. That makes me angry. Exfoliate your lips because it's cold outside. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't be out here looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I get it. It's cold sometimes. That should have catch you by surprise. But... Keep products on you and make sure that, you know, everything is right. All right. Yeah. I um, <laughs> one thing that I'm really that I'm that I'm more concerned about than I have been in previous years has is about p- preserving myself as I get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a lot of people specifically in New York. Um, they just look really stressed out and tired and as if they don't take care of themselves. So I really want to walk into my 30s. Like, I want to just, <laughs> like, I just want to fall into my 30s looking, you know, just like I'm 21 again, you know. So um, I, I want to moisturize. So it's it's really important to, you know, really take care of yourself. Because when you get older, it's, it's not like you can go back <laughs> and put that coconut oil on. <laughs> Let me just say, he's doing all of this, and New York is fucking stressful. That's why people look so old. And Cindy Crawford over here with the argon and almond and shea butter and all that good stuff. Let me say, moisturizing is good. Do it. If you don't have the time, you need to just maybe put that into yourself. If you don't have the time, you need to make the time. Make the time. Call me Cindy Crawford. Then be dry, bro. Like I, ain't, I'm, I, I ain't judging you, dog. You know, go ahead and be dry. But I'm be over here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, dog. You can call me whatever you want to call me, but that shit works. So now we about to move on to our next. Ooh, this commandment, <laughs> baby. I already know what it is, and bitch, I'm about to leave. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it. The next one, number eight. Is thou shall not bottom shame. Dun dun dun. <laughs> and let me say, y'all out here bottom shaming, mm. shaming the bottoms. My mm. sisters. Mm. And I'm trying to figure out why are you shaming somebody that is putting, popping it and, and throwing it back like it's good. Like, I don't mm. understand what's the problem now, people. I mean, hello. We are throwing it back and giving you a good ass motherfucking time. Why are you shaming? And we have one of the hardest jobs when it comes to sex too. Because listen, we ain't, pu- we ain't supposed to be putting nothing back there anyway. But the fact that we putting it back there and we throwing it back there, you should be happy and not shaming and nah, throwing us under the bus. Okay, so hold on. Let me just you know. Uh, I don't think the prostate would be inside the ass if it was not meant to be stimulated at some point. Okay, teach you know me. What I'm Go saying? ahead. Hey, pressing on the taint is all well and good. Uh, come to on, get taint. A little prostate stimulation, but you got to go in there to really get it. So I ain't gonna say that you know nothing is supposed to be back there because something's supposed to be back there. Okay, a little anal play is necessary. Play with it. Now, with that being said, let me withdraw and you can complete your statement. No, my <laughs> statement is completed, baby. You took over. I love that. Yeah, teach me something. Mm, somebody got real stimulated with okay. that one. But anyway, 
I mean, you should not be shaming no time. First off, you shouldn't be shaming anybody over their preferred sexual position, what they like to do in bed. I know I joke around a lot, mm. but guess what? I will not shame you. Whatever floats your boat, whatever moves you in the bedroom. Stimulate your mind. Do it. What the hell? Um, I think that, I'm not sure if I said this before, but um, I think me and Aaron had a conversation and we said something to the effect of, homophobia constructs and influences a lot of things that go on within the black community as well as the black gay community. And I think that that internalized homophobia within the gay community really is the catalyst to bottom shaming, you know, and it amplifies it a lot more because, okay, like let's be, let's be real. We're all out here fucking. Let's take, you know, let's take labels out of it. We're all out here fucking, but why is bottom lesser than or inferior to any other, you know, label within within the gay community, you know? Historically, it's been shown that, you know, those who bottom or, you know, those who are subjected to sodomy, uh, it it's like it takes away your masculinity. And that had that echoes even today. You know, you have men that's like, oh, ain't nobody going near there. And it's like, men don't do that. And it's like, bro, like... All right, I mean, cool, like, for you. It's cute for you, dog, but, you know, in order for anal sex to be successful, there has to be a bottom. So if mm-hmm. you just talk in tec- technicalities and, and, and simplicity, bro, like, it, that has to happen, yo. Like, so stop, like, you know, it doesn't matter what your position is. Like, yeah. and people people that use bottom as an insult, like, you whack for that, dog. Like, because people have used it against me, and I'm like, yo, you right, sure am, the fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? I bottom, I top. I sometimes I don't you know penetrate at all. Sometimes I just be sucking on some toes. You know Come what I'm on. saying? Ooh. Whatever, blah blah. Like <laughs> whatever happens in the bedroom is my goddamn business. Hey. Whoever's in the bedroom with me, and you know what I'm saying it don't matter what you think about that. And then take that and apply it to your own life. And if we all just minded our fucking business when it came to what was Come going on. on in the bedroom, then it wouldn't be any fucking bottom shaming. A word. And all I'm trying to say is my last point is don't try to insult me because. I enjoy throwing it back, okay? I'm going to do it when I'm 95 <laughs> and maybe not able to anymore and need, like, assistance. I'm going to still be doing it. Throw it Why? back, bitch. Because I enjoy back. it. You can't insult me over something I enjoy. What the fuck? Bitch, go somewhere. They said preach for our sisters. And um, one thing on our niggas episode, we talked about just how the usage of nigga and faggot in community. And I think that bottom is also used as like a slur within the black gay community. And it makes me think about Paris's burning when she was just like, well, girl, if you a drag queen and I'm a drag queen and I read you out for being a drag queen, girl, that don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like that ain't no shade, bitch. If you a bottom and I'm a bottom or if you bottom and I bottom, how, how are you going to read me out for taking dick when that's the same motherfucking thing that you doing when you at home, you know? So again, it's just like, girl, get out of my motherfucking face with all that motherfucking bullshit and go take your dick while I go take mine. Hell, we might take some together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bitch, I felt you. I felt you on Come that. Come on, girl. <laughs> but I'm done. My sister wife. <laughs> My sister wife. <laughs> I'm just saying the older that I get, the more that I like don't, especially when it comes to fucking, the more I do not care about what other people are doing in their bedroom. Bitch, I'm worried about getting my rocks off, mm. not yours. Oh, that was real spicy. It was, every fucking word. I'm sorry. I had got real Bronx for a minute, but. <laughs> 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go nowhere. Hey, it's Malik, and you're listening to him. Let me tell y'all about my good, good girlfriend. It's your favorite butch queen's favorite butch queen, Tim Hill. It's here talking about what needs to be talked about. From pop culture to politics, Tim is giving a flair of humor to the things that matter. Rather discussing the tragic story Giovanni Melton, checking your friend's mental health, or even gossiping about Cardi B, I'm sure you'll enjoy hearing things from a true black gay perspective. So head over to YouTube and search Tim Hell. That's T-I-M space H-E-L-L. And make sure you like, share, and subscribe. So let's support each other. And y'all about to check out my good girl girlfriend, bitch. Hey y'all, hey y'all, we are back. Look, it got real saucy up in here. It did. And I was going to move us to our ninth commandment. I mean, this one is deep. I think we all feel it. I think no matter what your sexual orientation, doesn't matter, you will identify with this commandment. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt take thy own advice. Jesus. Ooh, that was like a a, 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 a him. Like I was, I felt that deep down. Yeah. So let me. Who wants to go first? Me. <laughs> <laughs> me. No. Uh, I think it's uh, it's 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 ridiculously important to apply this commandment to your life. I've been trying to do it myself the past few uh, weeks, and it's difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, people come to you. You know, your friends come to you, or they just talk to you about their lives and what's going on and. In uh in their situations, and you find yourself, you know, giving them tips and you know guiding them through things and telling them, hey, don't do this or don't settle for this or you know what have you. And it's like you like walking some really damn good advice. Like yo, like this is I should be on the show. But then like your own life is trash. And it's like that's I had to read myself because I was like, yo, like why aren't you applying this to your own life? You out here in this somebody with a similar situation to yours. And you tell them, yeah, this, this, and this. They're like, thanks. And they go off and they prosper. And you in the same situation. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, take your own advice because your advice is good. And then what that does, it lets you know that you know what to do. You know exactly what you should be doing. You're just not doing it for whatever reason. Find that reason, confront it, defeat it, and conquer it. And then from there, you will be able to, you know what I'm saying, move through life with the prospering that the people that you've been giving advice to have been doing. But I think it's also very hard to take your own advice just because you have to, you're looking on the outside, looking in when you're giving it to other people. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of overthinking and a lot of um, other things that go on when you're giving yourself advice. I I, I sometimes, I'm not going to lie, 
Some some of my advice is great. It's amazing. But sometimes I BS through half of it because mm-hmm. you're not going to listen anyway. Mm-mm. So for me, I know if I'm going to give myself advice, I got to give myself the best because I'm not going to make myself look like a damn fool. And so I think it's hard to take your own advice when your advice, when you have to internalize what's going on in the situation. So for me, it's it was it, I realized, damn, Trey, you know what to do. Maybe you should talk to yourself a little bit more. But I got to be open and willing to talk to myself because, uh, yo, sometimes I be shutting my own damn self off because you never know what the fuck you going to say. Um, I have a story. Uh, it's story time. Story time. Um, I was recently dealing with someone and we had sex. And I say to myself, um, I've also given like advice to friends and telling them that they should stay away from certain people that they know aren't good for them and stay clear of like all the signs. And I haven't done that for myself, but I am always giving someone else advice to do that. And there was a guy I was dealing with and I know that he's not good for me, but for some reason I cannot get his ass off of my mind. Question. What's up? Was the dick good? The dick was amazing. Oh. Yeah. And the thing about it is I saw the signs from the beginning and I actually held off and fell stupid and fell into a trap, I would say, and like fell for him. And he's on my mind all the time. And it's bad because I would tell a friend like, bitch, stay the fuck away from him. Like, he's not good for you. And what am I doing? I'm doing the complete opposite. I am sitting here thinking about him. And it's just like, why the fuck do you do that, Stephen? Why do you put yourself in those positions and then try to give someone advice to do to not do what you're doing right now i don't know why i do that that's something that i am definitely working on but it's just like bitch you need to get it together because your advice is amazing and you should be able to apply it to your life but i think it's hard to take it when you want to do it like i mean yeah you you sit here like oh this was such a terrible thing but you knew you Mm. wanted to do it i did from the beginning and so you just gonna have to accept like well bitch (sighs) i wanted to do this this is not something my my advice was going to take because shit i wanted to do that that moment life slapped you in the face i think that um you know, we all said that definitely we need to start all taking our own advice. But um, I think one thing is important to note is that it takes a very courageous person to make a, a life change and to make a change within your own life. You know, um, anytime that I think about anytime I think about a metamorphosis that I've had in my life, it has been it's the end has been beautiful. But the journey, the the process has been so excruciating to becoming that beautiful person or becoming that better person. Um, so I, I never knock when I'm like, especially with my homegirl, like, you know how niggas be doing, you know, bitches wrong and woo, woo, woo. And, you know, you're talking to your homegirl like, bitch, leave that nigga, woo, 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 you know. And so I don't judge because I understand that it's hard to stand up to people or it's hard to say, hey, this is what I want to do with my life or this is the person that I want to be and have a departure from that. So... I never shade it, but like I said, it takes a real bitch to make a real change in life. And not a lot of people are in that mind frame yet. And when when you get, my mama always used to say, when you sick and tired of being sick and tired of the same damn thing or in the same damn position or in the same place, you're going to make a change. So maybe you ain't tired yet. Are you tired? 
Damn bitch, what was you preaching? Sister Soja Sunday. What the but hell? no, these are like really hitting mama today, bitch. For real. Like Love my girl. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, I think that we should all give ourselves some credit when it comes to advice. I think we know better than anybody what is the best for us and we should stop letting our overthinking and our judgment cloud everything else because shit you out here you're gonna be out here looking crazy not taking your own advice and it takes a while to realize it Uh i mean it really does and I just also want to add that sometimes definitely it's better to take your advice than to to take advice from people who really don't have your back or your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are very opportunistic. Is that is that a word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and just very out for self. They don't care about you. And they they literally like I've seen people literally lead people in the wrong directions for whatever reasons, you know. So it's just like, girl. You know, you think it's your home, girl, but bitch, you just need to talk to yourself because you'll you'll end up better, better off than fucking with your girl. Damn. That part. Mood. <laughs> That's a mood, bitch. I can't. Sister Good Puss was out here. She giving. is back, bitch. No Sister shade. Sister Good Puss. Honey. It was probably, bitch. I haven't went out in a while, honey. Like I've been in my, I've been working. These kids been stressing me out at my new job, so I've literally only had time to like work and go to school. But last night, I had two hours where I was an adult, bitch. <laughs> I spent a little, a few dollars. I had a few drinks, bitch. I had my hair cut. I had on a cute fit. And I was like really good, you know? And I don't mean to have a moment, but I remember when, remember like I wasn't working in the summer before I started like, my, my internship. And like, bitch, I was low-key struggling. I was going to, going to this place in the Bronx to go get free haircuts just to like stay fresh and shit, you know, but like I have two jobs now and, you know, about to move and just everything is like, I'm up bitch. And like, I have to thank God and I have to thank myself. Cause bitch, I don't work my ass off. Y'all. It's like literally a blessing. So I was like crying on the train the other day with my, with my set, with my shades on bitch, because I like literally had a moment that like, Bitch, you really need to chill because you have everything that you've asked for and more. So thank y'all. I really thank y'all for being here with me to share my blessings. Um, <laughs> that was a great fellowship moment. You did that. I'm done. I'm really done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all. So we are going to move to number 10. Mm. Lord, this is going by real quick. Look, number 10 is real serious. This is this is a Stevie commandment honey now do you want me to read it friend or do you want to go ahead do your thing baby you got the mic okay thank you (laughs) um number 10 is thou shalt honor thy family lord stevie go ahead take it away baby um yeah family is very important um i have to say that i love on my family a lot uh, more so my mom, like she's like my back to the bone. Um, but I just think that family just takes a lot to get into, like when it comes to different parts of your family, because some people in your family are going to have your back and there's some people in your family that's going to take you for granted and do certain things that you think 
is right, but can also be very, very wrong. I've had some people in my family, not to shut anybody out, but I've had some people in my family do some things that have me looking at them sideways. And I have to come back to the mother, my mom, and just like, like, Ma, why is this happening? Why is this going on? What is, what, 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 what is going on with the family? And I feel like with her, I don't think I would be able to look at any uh, like different situations in the way that you know I'm supposed to because she's the backbone of the family. Yeah, um, I think it depends on what you consider your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for many of us, um, our family dynamic is kind of different mm-hmm. from what is always projected in the media or whatever. Right. And I think for us, most of the times, our friends are our closest family. Um, and then there's, those are the people that you share everything with that you get your advice from and like for me i have both my parents and everything but we're never always the closest Mm. i think that there's always going to be some distance there there's always going to be some questioning of motives of of advice (laughs) and you tend to when you get older you tend to either choose your biological family your blood Mm -hmm. and stick with them through the through the ins and outs, knowing mm. that there's going to be issues down the road and there's some some uh, hesitation with a lot of things, or you end up just knowing my friends are who I consider my family and who I'm going to be with and treat like my family, like my blood. And when you do that, you have to honor them. You have to respect them. You have to show them the same love, the same respect, because if you don't, it's a lonely, cold world out here to, without having somebody or people to support you and lift you up when you low. Um, I want to say that, first of all, in the gay community, you know, if you're bio, it's very rare that, you know, you're you. What I'm trying to say is we all go through issues with our families being black and gay, you know, um, and I think that. The re- because of that, we have to choose our own family. You know, we come together and, and we love on each other and we care for each other. And I'm I'm so glad that that is that way, you know. Um, but at the same time, I will say I once was estranged with my family. But now that they accept me for who I am, I'm able to like really, really be a part of the family. And it's given very much of girl. Y'all know what I give. And it's not changing. It ain't never going to change. I might come in a dress. I might come in some pants. You never know with me, you know. And my family has accepted that. And, you know, my mother loves me. And I was actually talking to Trey the other day. I love my mother. And I look up to to her so much. And when I was younger, I used to have so much contempt for my mother because I thought she wasn't doing enough. Um, And when I say enough, she always encouraged us to like, you know, do well in school and continue on to school. But, you know, not to mention that my mom dropped out in middle school, you know, so there was always that disconnect that how are you going to how do you want me to be someone that you're not? So I've always had this contempt, but just growing and and I've I've been homeless before and I pay rent now and I have like my own responsibilities and and knowing what an adult is, you know, and, and goes through it makes me appreciate her a lot more. And my mom, she, her love is fierce. On, it is so warm. It is so loving. Like when I think about my mom's love, I smile. 
it brings me to tears at times. And like, I just, I, I like yearn to be her. How to, like her love is so deep. It really, really is. And it's just like, how can I love like that? You know? Um, so yeah, when I think about family, I think like, I think about that. And I also think about y'all, like we have become a family and we've bonded very, very fast. And I wish I could get up. Give me a second. Cause Aaron sent me something yesterday that like literally had me in tears and I kind of want to read it. Oh, geez. (laughs) Okay. Give me a second. So anybody, I mean, hello, we got four (laughs) members, bitches. Like, um, hello, Aaron. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Look, okay, I have it. So it says today, oh, I received this from Aaron. So it says today is compliment day and I adore you, your literal everything. Laugh my ass off. I stand. You're beautiful. You're courageous. You're so strong. You're hilarious. You're kind. You're thoughtful and you're considerate. You're intelligent. You're amazing. Everything you touch turns to gold and it's noticeable. You move through life with a smile and endless optimism and it's so inspiring. I feel so lucky to know you and to be a part of your life. My friend, I love you. And let me tell you this, bitch. Hold on, wait a minute for a second. Hold on, give me a minute because I'm I'm, I'm really in it. Literally, it brought me to tears because I've had a very, very difficult week. And when I tell you there are some times when you don't know how you're going to make it to like the next point A. You don't know how you're going to make it to point B. And then you get shit like that on your phone. Like, for real. And I want to I want to let you know as a brother that I love you. And I needed that bitch. It was no fucking shade. I needed that to get to where I needed to be. So I thank you. And like, this is what this fucking show is for. For us to survive, for us to maintain our sanity, you know? And I like, for real, for real, like, I know, like, we were keying when I was texting back, but like, I wanted you to see this shit, you know? Cause it's real. But I'm sorry, like, yeah, <laughs> I had to have my moment. No, no, it's, um, I, uh, I, I, I was doing this thing with uh, all of my closest friends. Uh, I, I made up the, the, the compliment day thing, but, you know, you need that sort of affirmation in your life and it, it's it's very important. And you know how you illustrated it. Some sometimes you get so low and you don't know how you're gonna get to the oh. next like moment or or you don't know how you're gonna get out of your bed and face another day. And you know, sometimes you need that from somebody. I mean, you know, words have power and I want you to know that I meant every word yeah. of that and I love you. And I'm so ha- I am I'm so lucky and happy to know you and I'm happy that, that helped you yeah. and that got you somewhere. Um for me, uh, honoring thy family, it means two things. Uh, not to take bits and pieces from what you guys said, but when I was growing up, I came out at the age of 16, and it estranged me from my family, and I ran to my friends, and uh, they became my family for a time. But as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that my biological family is not going anywhere, and that they are just as important you know, as the friends that have become my family over the years. And so I'm slowly reconnecting with them. And sometimes it's an arduous process. It can be painful, you know, not even knowing some of my nieces and nephews or, you know, because I spent so much time away that they've grown up without me and they just know that I'm a distant cousin or I'm a distant uncle and, you know, they don't really know who I am. And uh, that's painful to know that I missed that, those years of development. But, you know, for me, honoring that family is reconnecting with them and realizing that they are always going to be there and that, you know, they have loved me throughout all these years, despite all the differences that we've had. Uh, and I'm reconnecting with my mother as well. You know, she is, 
she's the light of my life and I, I love her, you know, to life. Uh, she's the best thing that has ever happened to me. The best mother I could have had if I had, you know, been able to ask. Um, and, you know, with her, it's been slightly difficult, but, you know, it, I honor her because she did what she could with, you know, what she had. And that has made me into who I am now. And I'm grateful for that. Um, but it's also about honoring, you know, the family that you have made. Um, for me, I uh, moved to Virginia and I, I, um, I got pretty deep in the gay scene for a while. And uh, I gained a gay father out of it, LJ. And he is amazing. Um, there's so many things that could have happened to me if I didn't have his guidance. And um, I... I thank him for that all the time and um I love him and he's family to me. He really is. Like he's he's a father to me. Um and I love him for that. And you know, all the friends that I've made over the years, y'all know who y'all are. Like mm-hmm. y'all are my family, you know. I, I love y'all, you know, and I make sure to tell y'all all the time. Like y'all probably get tired of me telling you I love you and I care about you and hey, you know, here's an e hug. Like y'all be like, this sappy motherfucker, but I just want you to remember and always know and never have a doubt that somebody out there loves you. Come on. And so that's what honor that family means to me. Thank you. <laughs> um, me and Aaron are gonna have to fight afterwards because I ain't getting no damn compliment letter. And it's okay. I compliment my damn self, yeah. but I'm just saying, I feel a little left out and hurt, you know? Mm. Deep down inside, I really do. But Girl, you got fuzz in your hair. Uh. See, this is why we, we gonna have to fight, because there's no love ever. It's like the annoying little brother I love them. just here, I love and he just picks, but he's like taking the fuzz out of my hair like I'm like a chimpanzee. Come on. But he's um, helping you. Anyway... Let me go down the list of our ten commandments. Recap. Let me let me ooh, baby. Um, number one, thou shalt protect your magic. Number two, thou shalt be honest. Number three, thou shalt remain open to love. Number four, thou shalt know thy self-worth. Number five, thou shalt not be petty. Number six, thou shalt pray and pay. Number seven, thou shalt moisturize. <laughs> Number eight, thou shalt not bottom shame. And again, I said, do not bottom shame. Uh-uh. We are throwing it back for your enjoyment. So you respect me. Yeah, baby. You gonna respect me. Throw that shit back, okay. Trey. Um, number nine, thou shalt take thy own advice. And number ten. Thou shalt honor thy family. We honor y'all. We respect y'all. And we love y'all. And thank you for listening to another episode. You can catch us every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, baby. On Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. And don't forget to check out our website, y'all. I mean, we got a popping website, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Yeah, say it, Um, Hempodcast.com. Go check it out. Look at our blog posts. I mean, you may find some little hits, some tidbits. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm going to tell the Aaronettes out there, yeah. there may be some Aaron pictures up there. Yeah. You never know. So, don't stray away. Always remember, we are here every Wednesday, and we love y'all. Yeah, baby. <laughs>